All right, all right. Zucker was suspended. Let's let, let's talk about it. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Locked On Coyotes, number one daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. I'm your host, Robin Leonio, alongside Matthew Jacobson. I want to thank everyone for making this show your first listen every day. We are free and available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube, SiriusXM, and ad-free on Amazon Music. we got a great show on today's episode, Matthew. We're going to talk a little bit about... Um, Maybe going to rant on player safety. That's the kind of route. That's the route we want to go on. <laughs> Whatever route we want to do, we're going to talk about Jason Zucker for a little bit. Uh, we also do have a preview to get to. I know later today, the Arizona Coyotes against the New York Islanders for the uh, for the final time of the season after playing only like at the beginning of the season. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Let's start talking about Jason Zucker, uh, Matthew, because in the game against the Florida Panthers. Mm-hmm. Jason Zucker laid a hit on Nick Cousins, who previously just, you know, you know, seconds before laid a hit on on Yusuf Alamaki. And there was a call made. Penalties, you know, penalties get assessed. But Zucker gets the, uh, you know, pretty much gets the, gets the full force of it, including a three game suspension as handed down by the NHL Department of Player Safety. Yeah, honestly, I I was expecting two or three games, um, so kind of don't like how the higher end of that. Initially, when I first read the tweet, I read it as in person hearing. So like, if it's an in person hearing, it's usually like five plus games. I read that incorrectly. I I, I, I corrected that, but <clears throat> this is going to be very controversial. So I'm just going to say screw it. I don't really care who who might get upset with this. I've watched the play half a dozen times, if not more. Mm-hmm. So what you see is is Nick Cousins commits to the check. And when he's already in the motion of that, Valimaki is not down yet. I do not know whether he was tripped, like, like he shook over himself, whether he lost an edge, whether he chose to go down. I don't know. It's kind of not really relevant. I have no idea how to answer that question. Well, all, all that matters is that he goes down. And you can yep. see Cousins trying to... to kind of lessen the blow a little bit he has a bad reputation i'm not here to defend nick cousins in mm-hmm. any context for that i'm just trying to break down this play objectively right valimaki goes down after he's already committing to the play and there is objective elbow on head contact and yes he did do the right thing and then check if valimaki was okay zucker is standing there the only thing zucker sees is that is is his teammate get hit in the head and he boards him um one thing i learned I've had anger issues most of my life, uh, so I, I had to learn in school. No one cares about the initial incident. The amount of times I got in trouble for this, no one cares about the initial incident. They care about the retaliation because life's not fair. That's just how it is. Unfortunately, the refs are because the hit happened. There's commotion. They're looking over there. He gets the call. They review it. He gets the major and the, and the match penalty, and then obviously he was going to get a suspension. It's a little. I, I will say this, it's a, it's somewhat inconsistent with suspensions because sometimes you get the match penalty and there's no suspension. Sometimes there's no penalty, you get a suspension. There is a conversation to be had there. I don't feel qualified to talk about 
I do feel qualified to talk about this play. Cousins should have got something. Zucker did right by his perspective of standing up for his teammate, but he still did blatantly board Nick Cousins. He was always going to get suspended for it. Three yep. games might be a little harsh, but he did earn a suspension. Absolutely, you, you are right. He did, and if you if if you are a Coyotes fan who uh, who is mad about it and says he shouldn't have been, just take a look at it again. Like from a, try to look at it from from a purely objective standpoint. I know you're a Coyotes fan. It's hard to, um, <laughs> but but also just take a look at the just take a look at you know some of the basic stats you talked about the match penalty stuff. I can guarantee you, I'm pretty sure. Again, I could be wrong, but based off of my own research from previous years, a match penalty always, no matter what, is a guaranteed, at the very least, one-game suspension. So you always be have to be suspended the very next game. It's up to player safety exactly how long of a suspension it will be. In this case, it was three games, which isn't really all that bad. I mean, especially since Zucker doesn't have a history of it. Yeah. Uh, I, I do know Craig Morgan tweeted out like that's more than they thought internally. And to be fair, I only thought two or three games because that's kind of just what it felt like. Like I yeah. can't describe it. It's just they're probably going to give him two or three games on that yeah, one. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it just you're right. It just sucks. Like the situation sucks overall. It and, does suck. And it, it, and the thing that I think that makes it suck is the fact that, and I think you and I you can agree with me on this, is mm-hmm. because the hockey is such a fast moving game. Mm-hmm. In in full time speed, like you know, we're, uh, for, like we kind of view things in full time, but to us, it still looks a little slower motion. When you're mm-hmm. on the ice, things happen a lot quicker than you can imagine. So, like as we can imagine, as you're talking about, you know, Zucker just saw, you know, he saw one thing, and all of a sudden, you know, the hit was made. Um, like it, full time is 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 literally really quick in hockey and there's only so much you can do about it yeah there, there legitimately is and it's it's one of those things where i actually got a small example for you guys i, I was playing uh we were messing around on the turf after the shift today we, I, we put together the rattlers turf today and uh and we we're playing some football i can tell you right now as someone who is just a basic five on five none of us are athletic who was playing quarterback for some some shifts the game move that game moves so much faster than you think and i'm someone that covers arena football like on on at least a semi-pro basis like it's when you're actually in the motion like in the event it's a lot faster we have the privilege is a very charged word but i think it's appropriate here we have the privilege of slow motion replay of multiple camera angles so that that's why i will always advocate for an additional ref eye in the sky that can help out the guys in the ice it's a tough job and if you had the eye in the sky this would have been caught i do not understand what player safety is doing not at least there, finding cousins because there was something fine worthy on that play at least oh no absolutely um and i feel like that's the thing people might say there's someone out there that's going to say because cousins wasn't given a penalty in the first place it wasn't mm-hmm. looked at um that's not true. NHL player safety can look at any kind of hit, any kind of um, situation, penalty or not, and assess what they think should be should be fair. At least should be fair because you can give whatever beliefs you have of NHL NHL Department of Player Safety. It's absolutely mm-hmm. terrible. I hate I you know we hate that department. Um, 
but uh they don't you don't need a penalty to decide it they can look at something and be like yeah we should take a look and then look at this and provide a hearing because that that wasn't so good so yeah refs may, may, may maybe not make a call in me in the immediate but player safety is there to make sure that stuff like that doesn't happen again and, mm-hmm. and again quote make sure because it's still gonna happen and player safety is very very extremely inconsistent yeah i i I feel like they they are and they aren't. So I, I watch a lot of the hockey guy on YouTube, and like this is kind of how I learned a decent amount about how this works. That's why you're probably gonna notice my terminology is borderline the exact same. Like there have been times, like over the course of like watching his videos, where like there wasn't a penalty on this play, guy still gets a game. There was a match penalty, the guy might just get a fine. Like there, it it feels like it's so consistently inconsistent, and it frustrates a lot of people. And usually, no one's happy with the system. And in this the- case, I I think, in, in, in my opinion, I think I'm qualified to say this, I think the mindset behind the three games was it's a retaliation. We want the retaliation out of the game. The, if you want to talk about the, the Hartman and, situation, you're not allowed not, to use anything that is captured via a microphone that was signed by yeah. the union in like 2004 or 2005. Yeah. And not, <laughs> only, was it, not only was it a retaliation – but also it was a pretty, it was a very blatant boarding. Like mm-hmm. it's, it, it, there's no other way around it. Like it was a penalty mm-hmm. and it's a suspension. And like, and it, it's something that should be called and reviewed by player safety. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it's just the department is inconsistent and uh, the, the, the same play by a different player or by a different situation, whoever's reviewing it, whether it's George Peros or not, can be from a three-game suspension to a 13-game suspension to just a fine. I really don't know what it is at this point. Kind of pick a rabbit out of a hat, it feels like. And then, like, some guys, like, in this case, Cousins, getting nothing probably adds more salt to the wound. It probably creates more of the animosity it probably makes more people upset and more emotionally charged about the situation because it does see it doesn't even seem like i i think we can comfortably say on this show i think we can agree on this it is unfair unfortunately that's life for you baby (laughs) life is not fair i had to learn that at a young age i had to learn that when i'm sitting in in school suspension when someone else hit me and i punched him back like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, that's just life they only care about the retaliation and i do agree with with suspending zucker because of the retaliation i just think it was maybe a little harsh and there also should have been something on cousins that's just the kind of tldr my thoughts here it's just a really yep frustrating situation overall awesome we're gonna we're gonna keep talking about this on locked on coyotes we're gonna get some uh, some uh, final thoughts about this uh suspension on jason zucker take a look ahead new arizona coyotes versus new york islanders that's gonna be tonight we're gonna talk about that right after quick word from our sponsors on today's show 
And today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Clayton Keller can score 50 goals. The Arizona Coyotes can make the Stanley Cup playoffs. And you can win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports, and especially Daily Fantasy Hockey. Because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. All you got to do is pick whatever players you want to win to get that 100 times your money, play alongside your friends, uh, more than just hockey, NFL, NBA, and MLB, college football all on Sleeper. You're talking to group and team chat functionality. Entries can be made in under a minute. All you got to do is pick is uh, pick, pick whether or not studs like Connor McDavid or, or uh, Nathan McKinnon, Clayton Keller, record more or less than their sleeper projections or things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. To win 100 times your bet, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight players' stats. You heard me, Coyotes fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleepers. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you could start winning big. Use the promo code LOCKDOWNNHL and you get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See secret terms of use for details and locational availability. All right, Matt, let's wrap up our thoughts talking about this this Jason Zucker situation because, you know, he's out three games now. Um, and we can kind of maybe talk about the impact it makes, you know, because there's... Um, a lot of different things you can take out of it. I think maybe one thing is uh, that either looking at one more thing I'll actually say before I look ahead, I have mm-hmm. to talk about this and it's in a kind of continuation of talking about the previous game is mm-hmm. you can tell the difference of a Coyotes team that that's minimizing the minimizing their penalties and actually taking solid wins versus the ones that, you know, and the ones that uh, take so many penalties and they lose. Like, there is an easy, I mean, it's easy to say for any team, but I feel like the Coyotes, because they're like one of the most penalized teams in the league right now, like, when they take so many penalties in the game, they lose. When they don't, and they're actually clean, they win. It's like not that hard, and it's amazing. Um, so I feel like that kind of leaves an effect uh, lasting effect. Maybe something that could actually leave a mark. Maybe the Coyotes can hopefully learn a little bit from it. I mean, I'm not going to expect Liam O'Brien to stay clean for the next, uh, you know, more than half of a season, but I don't know. That could be hopeful. I actually want to talk about Liam O'Brien, if you'll indulge me just for a couple of minutes, because he's had a couple of games, taken a couple of penalties. It's been less this year than than last year. However, it kind of feels like it's come up in, in a couple of these bigger games and some of that depth scoring has just gone away in his last like 20 games. He has two points. Right. So, and and obviously I am not expecting him to score a bunch of points. However, to start the season, he, he was a lot more responsible, especially with the preseason leading in a lot more responsible. Uh, He was getting a little bit of depth points. He, He was helping a lot more and kind of being a, more of a help than a hindrance but there has been a couple of games and there was no um visible punishment from within because he obviously he had a couple of injuries but he never got benched like the game after because of, of some like 
that that one play where he has his helmet off and he's like chasing after after one of the players in a road game and then last night he takes 14 penalty minutes on only like 11 and a half minutes on the ice we have a use for him i i think whenever you see stuff like you see out of that there needs to be a game or two where he sits and someone else gets some get some time someone from the ahl doesn't have to be gunther and doan you can just get like a, a, a bottom guy i just while we're on the topic as much as I, I as I praised him and, and gave him credit leading into the season, and I know it's a recency bias thing, it's just his last game, but when he's either invisible on the ice or you're taking some bad, you know, untimely penalties, I kind of think that I should at least mention it and be like, something's got to give in this situation. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of the things that makes me think about that is just looking at, you know, how there seems to be a belief by some people that, you know, that we still live in a generation that enforcers are needed in hockey. I don't think that's true. You do need to look, you do need to a level of a love to an extent, but not the level that we used that, that of old of the old style hockey, right? Mm-hmm. You want someone to teach them a lesson, play some, play some big hits if need be. But to get to a level where you make that, where you just take that many penalties, like that just that just ruin it just ruins the flow of the modern game. It also hurts your team because you're spending more yes. time on uh, on the penalty kill. And like I said, it, it's it's a recency bias thing. I want to acknowledge that, but that is something where when it happens, it then forces me to ask: Should someone else be filling that, that role? And even if it's just a handful of games, even, I, I I know he's he's like a. Uh, the enforcer type, he, he's a, a, a coach's sweetheart type. Like we see it all the time. Coaches like to have that one enforcer type. It's just when this stuff happens, it's frustrating because then you're thinking, oh, well, X player could probably fill that role or at least split some of the load. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And and, and it does, does kind of go into the thought that, you know, I was thinking it's like, hey, why don't we bring in some skill players? But my also thought process too is it kind of goes into coaching sides like even with the coaching thing coaches thinking that we need some enforcers it goes to my thought process i'm like oh yeah wait if we just replace someone like him with a skill player then who's going to protect those skill players if someone goes tries 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 to go after them like you need a level of that with you you do i i would just like to to put into evidence lawson kraus jack mcbain I'm probably forgetting a couple other big meat type players that oh. are going to go out there and punch oh, you. Don't get me wrong. If they need pa- to, <laughs> I love power. For- like, like honestly, I think that, you know what you're right because I think power forwards are like to me like they feel like the modern enforcer because like not only are they really physical with their body and get their body into places on the ice where um, to make plays. But they're also able to make plays. <laughs> yeah, like it's the, the modern idea of every player. It's kind of like the modern NBA. Every player needs to be able to hit an open shot. If you have a guy out there that cannot shoot, they're a liability because, well, that that player is not going to draw a, a, a double team. That player is not going to create space for other shooters. They are a liability. Same exact concept with enforcers that don't add anything. And I, I, again, I want to reiterate, 
he did Liam O'Brien specifically did put in a lot of effort with becoming an actual hockey player. It's just the negatives frustrate me and they always seem to slap you in the face. <laughs> like it's, the most frustrating. Time. I mean, and again, especially as I said, if a Coyotes team takes so many penalties, they mm-hmm. end up losing that game. Exhibit a is Tuesday night's game. And hopefully uh, they don't repeat that in tonight's game, which I do know we will get around to previewing after a quick word from the day's sponsor on the show. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use. There's plenty of different uh, ways to bet, like live same gay parlays. Find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. That's a lot of times to say parlay. The best way to find popular parlays and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, let's get to uh, move on from talking about uh, some of the negative stuff. Mm-hmm. Matthew, let's talk about uh, tonight's game. Arizona Coyotes versus New York Islanders. They got another challenge, somewhat of a challenge, because based off the last time, but the New York Islanders aren't as good as we thought they were. They're kind of faltering in their division. Um, And I think they're even faltering on our own power rankings last I checked. We just released the power rankings today. Um, And I want to see where we had... Can I... Can I just interject real quick with like a 30-second rant? Just uh, indulge me. Uh, NHL, hi, hello. Someone who takes physical notes on the games, all right? Um, Why the H-E double heck, okay, do you keep messing with the NHL app going from like when the games start and when they're done, taking away the record, so I have to rely on Google to find the team's records at that time, to now in the last 10 it is useful to like let you know who they played, but they also minimize off in the corner the team's record, and it now takes me longer to read. Whoever is designing your stuff, here's a free free suggestion. All right, the exact same thing, Islanders, their last 10, and then have a little button that can give you a little scroll down menu. Boom, put the results there. You're welcome. That is a free idea. You do not need to compensate me. Love that. Sorry, it just annoys me. I don't like change. I'm old. I'm an old man. My back hurts. <laughs> I gotta work like 14 hours tomorrow or whatever it's gonna add up to. I don't wanna add any more time. <laughs> you're old yet you're only a year older than me. Don't start. I'm also like like among some of the older at my work now. I, I miss when I was the youngest. I mean, so am I, dude. I work with, like, kids who are, like, 19, 20 years old, and I'm like, I... I they, they make me feel old. Okay? What do they... What, what do you even talk about when you're 18 or 19? Like, like... They what, talk about what college. Talk about? 
We're talking about college classes. I'm so like, boring. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. We have we've derailed. Let's get back on the. Pre- I just don't get it. I'm too old. <laughs> uh that's locked on coyotes for you we're uh we're uh you know two individuals in their in their late 20s thinking we're old <laughs> we're geriatrics despite the fact that the at like the the most popular uh podcasting network is all a bunch of old dudes <laughs> i mean we are <laughs> i mean we are technically uh i mean the term hasn't been used yet like geriatric uh, Zoomers, but we are the elder Zoomers. We are technically, the elder we are the elder Zoomers. <laughs> like we are the first years, the first couple years of Gen Z. Anyways, let's get back on track. Three keys, Matthew: Arizona Coyotes versus New York Islanders. Oh, oh I didn't, I didn't even get the get the stats down. All right, so the Islanders are seven, ten, and ten. Coyotes are nineteen, fifteen, and two. Um, wait, let's go with like power plays. Coyotes are eleventh. New York is tenth. Their power plays better than the Coyotes by like. Uh, the point four percent. That's weird. I know. Penalty kills, however, the Allies are terrible at 29th overall the league's 72.8 percent. Coyotes are 79.5 percent. Nineteenth. That is shocking. How you're still in the 70s and it's that high of a jump. Uh, goals four per game. They're pretty much right at the same. 18th and 19th for the Islanders and Coyotes. Goals against Islanders are 21st, 2.27. Coyotes are two or 10th with 2.86. They're getting better at limiting the goals. Connor Ingram and Carl Mogo are both playing well right now. So, the Islanders are 4-3-3 in the last 10. Coyotes are 6-4-0. The Coyotes just uh, came off their, their first loss in the last couple of games. They're winning more than they're not, obviously. And uh, the Islanders are coming in off a two-game losing streak, lo- losing an overtime to Colorado and then a regulation to Pittsburgh. They need to get a couple of wins. They're, they should be motivated. It seems like that slow grind style of hockey is not fully their identity, but also not fully not. I've, I've caught parts of a couple of their games, and the fact that uh, the goals four per game is above three kind of shocks me. So mm-hmm. what, what they need to do, Robin, take advantage of a bad penalty kill, all right? Let your power play loose, get a couple of power play goals. They also need to not underestimate the offense here. Again, the Islanders are not a massive powerhouse, but they have some capable scorers. Don't underestimate that. And uh, the third, um, no bad penalties. Let's not get into a – don't try to outgrind a team that has, over the last handful of years, been known for a grinding style. You're not going to win. Just play your game and stick to those three keys. I think they should be able to win this. Oh, absolutely. I'm I, I'm 100% with you on that. I think, like, I, I think that last one right there is play your game. That is a very crucial key that I think – that we can apply to like most of these Coyotes games because when it gets to, especially if it's following up a game, a game where we saw where they kind of let it, let, you know, let physicality get the better of them. So mm-hmm. great key on that third one. But let's get to uh, our, <laughs> let's get to our uh, <laughs> predictions. You're like, uh, you know let's what? get to our. <laughs> I got something funny that happened at work today. There's a little time clock. Over by where like the the food and beverage people clock in that has a camera that faces out. So like I'm walking over, I look over, and I'm kind of like I, I think I was looking to see if I had any boogers hanging out. One of my coworkers behind me is like, "Oh, you check yourself out." I'm like, "Yeah, I wish I had a mirror at all times." You know, I'm a narcissist. I would love to check out this flow all day. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I'm way too cocky for a fat guy. 
Oh, I, I, I mean, I have a level of that too. I have a level, level of arrogance, but hey, so you know what? That's the life of a of a uh, of a uh, sports podcaster, I guess. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's in the blood. You gotta have an ego, or else you're not gonna make it. And I have an ego, I mean, and I'm barely. I mean, honestly, it. honestly, a little bit. You have to have an ego, but you also have to be humble enough that if fans, you know, come up to you and talk to talk with you, you're you're down to earth. You want to you appreciate the the personal connections. I am an uh, inflated ego depressed person. <laughs> Anyways, we're going out of time, Matthew. I'm frickin- sorry, I get distracted. I got the the ADD DDHD. <laughs> Fans will pick of the game. Arizona Coyotes on the puck line only are underdogs at right. uh, plus one point five, so a point and a half underdogs at minus two sixty five for the uh, for the puck line bet. Money line: New York Islanders minus one ten. Arizona Coyotes minus one ten. Over total points, Matthew. I'm going to throw you a curveball here. Okay, five and a half. Coyotes win three to one under. I feel like the third goal is going to come in an empty net too. Screw it, Logan Cooley empty net season. I don't know who else scores. That's a you know what? That's fair, especially since the last time they went against each other. What was it like one nothing, two nothing like that? Let me double check. Actually, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Let's see, Coyotes versus Islanders. Do we? Do, will you give me a history? Or is it just the last this game? Uh, if you want to fill up some time while I'm fact checking this, Robin, <laughs> it was no, one nothing October 17, 2023. You are correct. It was a one nothing game, and the, I think the Islanders. See, my out. memory is strong <laughs> like that because you're young. I'm old and geriatric, and I realized how bad I am in sports today, playing football for an hour, and I almost died. And you know what? You know, you know what? You know what? Someone you, up at the press level cheered when we scored a touchdown. I don't know if Coach Kevin Guy saw me fall on my face. I'm terrified. You know what, though? I mean, that's still better than me. You you saw me last night on the ice. I was freaking whipped on the shot. <laughs> I was I was gonna tell her that I could I could roof it better than her while holding a left-handed stick, right-handed. <laughs> to be but fair, I'm just I have a jerk. To be fair, I have been in a little bit of a you know a little bit of a uh, of a mental rut when it comes to uh, my 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 uh, my hockey lately. Personally, my myself on the ice. Boo, but, uh, excuses, that's... boo. Hey, I'm going back to practice today. Um, mm-hmm. When everyone's listening to this, probably um, uh, at a, at one of the rinks. If you if you can find the rink and say hi to me, then uh, you win a some kind of prize. I don't know. Um, <laughs> A selfie. There we go. You get a self, <laughs> get a selfie. But you have to prove and post a selfie on 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 Twitter. You, you gotta you gotta prove that you saw me. <laughs> just so just for just for Matt, just for Matt. You gotta prove it because yeah, just for Matt. <laughs> Any hoosers? That's all I got for you today. No, uh, no final thoughts. Uh, head empty. I'm gonna go keep looking at budget PC parts and hopefully I don't blow up my house with a $200 PC. <laughs> Fair enough. That's 
I'm gonna hope I don't read any news of any uh, any explosions in the West Valley. Oh, you you won't even need to hear the news. I'll I'll, I'll be showing up at your doorstep. Can you hold on to these four dogs? I just need you to hold on to them for the weekend while we're figuring it out. <laughs> I, I would Anyways. make sure to save my dogs over my consoles. I can buy new consoles and PCs. I can't. Well, I can't, dogs I, come I can't first. Buy new noodles or Delilahs or peepees. Love my babies. The dogs definitely come first. A hundred percent goes dogs. Maybe my computer than my wife. End of the discussion. <laughs> I'm sleeping in the office tonight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> we we are out of time. Do the outro stuff before I keep getting. Anyways, ADD, that's ADD. gonna be it for today's episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, and subscribe if you have yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcast, including on YouTube, Sirius XM, and ad free to our Amazon Prime subscribers on amazon music now we can interact with us on social media we're on facebook facebook.com slash locked on coyotes on instagram at locked on coyotes and on x at lo underscore coyotes i am personally at robin underscore leonio matthew jacobson is at the easy sports guy interact with us as a question you might have we might answer right back around a future episode of the locked on coyotes podcast Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. Oh,